Hi guys, welcome again to the light room. I'm super excited to have you guys again. I'm always excited every week, every episode. You guys are very important to me. And I'm really sorry that this follow-up episode for All About the Money has taken this long to come through. Um, <laughs> a lot has happened if i'm being honest a lot has happened but you guys are really important to me the lightroom is very important to god's plan and i'm doing my best to make sure that episodes are more consistent if this is your first time listening to an episode of the lightroom i especially welcome you to lightroom you're going to have fun here you're going to grow here if you're a timid person you you are not you know confident about following god's will for your life this is the place to be if on the flip side you are very confident about following god's will for your life this is a great guide this is a great um platform to serve as a partner for you in your growth and you following god's plan for your life there's an airplane passing where i am i'm really really hoping <laughs> that you guys cannot hear it you guys cannot hear it or you guys can hear me better than the airplane okay let's move forward <laughs> let's move forward no and one day i'll soon start recording in studio you know give you guys studio vibes <laughs> but it's it's great to have you guys around I still look forward to the time we can meet physically. I really look forward to that. Um, so going right into it, we're continuing from where we stopped in our previous episode, all about the money. And in that episode, we talked about what money is, what money should be to be de- to the believer. We talked about God's perspective to money. We talked about what happens to your offerings while we give offerings in church. And this week we'll go further i want to share with you five things god wants you to know about money you know every time i think about it money is such a fascinating concept because it's funny how so many things in life are hinged on money it's it's funny it's not supposed to be funny but it's funny (laughs) because these days especially adulting in nigeria or in africa or anywhere gone like it's as if when you just wake up in the morning, debit alert, fiam. I'm like, what's going on? So many things depend on money. You can't go out without expecting hitches if if you're going out broke or you're going out without money. A lot of things are just very dependent on money. Money is our means of exchange of value and you know it just ingrains itself into the very fabric of our lives the very fabric of society the very fabric of our workspaces and culture you take jobs because you want to make more money you get into a business because you want to make some money money is important (laughs) but at the same time we are believers and there is nothing that should have our hearts more than the will of god for our lives per time and money is one thing that has successfully stolen the hearts of many people so much so that they don't even know that money has stolen their hearts and that's why the lightroom is here to help you see clearly 
what money should be and what money should not be to you heading right into it dum 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 <laughs> number one money is paper i mean well technically <laughs> technically money is not just paper money can be bitcoin money can be um in era as it were <laughs> money can be digital but in essence money is material it's it's tangible most times and even when it's not tangible it's still a material resource it's still just an asset right and it it doesn't make sense that an inanimate thing has so much of your attention that it steals your joy it has so much of your attention that you you just can't focus (laughs) many times you forget that money in itself is not is not what we need don't get me wrong (laughs) we need money for many things you need money to buy food you might need money to build your house you need money to pay rent you need money to get married you need money to take care of your health and all of that stuff (laughs) and all of that but the point is money is to solve problems money is to solve needs in essence money is a tool money is just a means to an end when do i ask myself like why do i actually need money like in this week eh, what do i need money for and taking my time to answer it just proved to me that many times money is not the problem many times money is not what we think we need let me give you an instance you want to (laughs) you want to get food right it's not the money that you will eat. It's the food that you will eat, right? Money just helps you buy the food. And if you have good money, you buy good food, right? But in essence, money was not what you were eating. Money was just a tool to help you get what you wanted. And subconsciously, you know, a part of you, as you listen to me, you're like, yeah, yeah, everybody knows that. But sometimes the way we reason, the way we approach money, we approach money like it's more than a tool, we approach money like it's all there is like if you don't have money what did you gain <laughs> money is just a tool right and there's something i used to say a while ago i still say that money is paper technically please don't argue with me it's my show <laughs> money is paper in the sense that if it sets on fire it's burn if you misplace your digital wallet of some sort you lose the money you have or if you send it out of your wallet you lose the money or you have given off the money right so money is paper it's perishable it can finish right and something that fickle something that you know perishable should not have your heart so much money is paper and god wants you to know that god wants you to know that money is a tool god did not even create money money is a man-made concept to help us exchange value right because how how do i know that in terms past money wasn't even existent they did things by trade and butter so if you had maggie and i want salt i'll give you maggie you give me salt but maggie and salt are in themselves not even the same form most maggie cubes maggie is a brand (laughs) anyway seasoning cubes most seasoning cubes are cubes technically (laughs) but salt is in powder form so how do i know that you're not cheating me how do i know that the amount of salt i gave you was the amount of maggie you gave me right 
that's where money came in to just balance things out oh i'll give you salt of 10 naira you give me my gift of 10 naira and we are equal so money is a man-made concept to make life easier and god gave man wisdom right so it's not like god is against the idea of money or god wants you not to have money right god gave us the wisdom to come up with money and monetary systems and market systems and all of that but in the end money is paper god wants you to know that and it's so funny how as perishable as money is as fickle and as fleeting as it can be today it is and tomorrow is gone today you have salary and tomorrow you are waiting for the next salary (laughs) It's just, it's crazy. It's so funny how such a fickle concept, such a perishable concept, steals your mind of the provisions of God for you. God is infinite. God is not limited by material resources. Many people find money as such a big problem. You can trust God for so many things. You can trust God to heal you of cancer. You can trust God to wake you up tomorrow. But you just can't trust God to provide for you. And that's sad. That's sad. God wants you to know that he's better than money. I mean, he created man that created money. So <laughs> why why do you think that God cannot provide for you? Why do you think that God cannot provide for you? And that leads me to our second thing that God wants us to know about money. God can provide for you and he's willing to provide for you. He wants to and he's able to. There are two things that are not mutually exclusive, right? So the fact that God is able to provide money for you is not separate from the fact that God wants to provide money for you. It's his will that you prosper. It's his will that you are okay. God does not, you know, delight in you suffering or not having good clothes or not good clothes, possessions or the lack of them are not a mark of good Christianity. So it's not like God wants you to be poor so that the world will see blessed are the poor. <laughs> that that's not God's plan. God is able to take care of you and he's willing to provide for you as well he gives us all things richly to enjoy first timothy six seventeen puts it that way in fact let's read it first timothy 6 verse 17 says command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant not to put their hope in wealth which is so uncertain but to put their hope in god who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment he did not even say everything for the prosperity of the gospel or everything for the growth of the church which are great things but god gives us everything richly to enjoy there's no special connotation to what that says it is literal god delights in providing for you it's not his will that you you know wander in lack he's a good father and if he can provide your eternal need of salvation for you on a platter he did not ask you to cross seven mountains and swim through a crocodile swimming pool (laughs) or whatever you may consider as an obstacle he did not ask you to do those things to get saved he just asked you to believe in the sacrifice of christ and you'll be saved if he could do something so weighty for you without you asking without you you know doing 
gymnastics how much more something as fickle as money teach your mind that god is willing and able to provide for you teach your mind that god wants to see you taken care of god wants to see you prosper god wants to see your business prosper god god wants to see that there is food on your table jesus was talking in matthew in matthew 6 and he says therefore i tell you do not worry about your life what you would eat or drink or about your food what you would wear is not life more than food and body more than clothes and he says again look at birds of the air they do not sow or reap or store away in bands and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not much more valuable than they are just think about it think about what god had to say to you about money he says are you not much more valuable than the beds of the air which he freely provides for they do not store up in bands they do not have savings they do not have investments they don't have the jobs they are not paid salaries or wages or allowances as we are in these days but god richly provides for them how much more you how much more you let that sink in your mind that god is willing and able to provide for you following up to the next thing that god wants you to know about money is money can steal your heart <laughs> i told you at the beginning that money has stolen so many people's hearts and it's bad that they don't even know that money has stolen their hearts money has you know weaved its way into the fabric of our living which is understandable because you need to buy stuff to you know sustain yourself and all of that and money is our means of exchange but still money has the ability to steal your heart and in the same book of matthew 6 verse 24 jesus speaking says no one can serve two masters either you would hate one and love the other or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other you cannot serve both god and money he did not even say you cannot serve both god and sex which a lot of people consider (laughs) as the most domineering vice or the most domineering force but god in christ jesus made a comparison between your devotion to him and your devotion to nothing else but money money has such a subtle ability to steal your heart to steal your focus you know many times the devil's agenda is not to make you poor is the effect of what poverty would do to you would poverty make you say there is no god then that's the agenda of the devil would poverty make you feel that god does not love you then that's the agenda of the devil so money can steal your heart so you need to be careful for it you need to watch it matthew 6 21 puts it this way for where your treasure is there your heart will be also so if you you only lay up treasures here on earth your whole heart will be there you won't be able to give as much focus or importance or priority to other things in your life it will start to affect your attitude to things in our previous episode all about the money i talked about what god expects from us in relating to people that have money and i gave a scripture from james 2 that says suppose james 2 verse 2 it says suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in 
if you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say here's a good seat for you but you say to the poor man you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet have you not discriminated amongst yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts think about it and it's something we subconsciously do how subconsciously somebody enters the hall you organize something for you organize a meeting or something and then somebody enters the hall smelling like a million dollars you know with tobacco wood oh i really don't like tobacco wood <laughs> um maybe a scent like escada taj sunset or blue de chanel or something something exotic right i really love when people smell nice my goodness <laughs> <laughs> and somebody enters the hall smelling like that and then you're like oh my god this person must be such an important person and person comes in with a very you know stunning apparel or very beautiful shoes just person shall carry <laughs> as person enters the hall you subconsciously want to treat that person the same way the person has carried herself or has carried himself but that's not what god wants you to do especially in the gathering of believers god wants you to treat the person that doesn't smell nice which is a learning curve for me to be honest because i would rather not be beside you this is me being honest and as human as possible but you know i would rather not be there but god wants me to treat that person that i feel you know you've not taken care of yourself you don't look good you don't smell good god wants me to treat that person with as much importance as i would treat the person that smells like a million dollars the person i would rather be beside in god's eyes they are both precious they are both bought by the blood of jesus and they are both precious in god's eyes and that's how we should see we should see people the way god wants us to see them we should see people the way god sees them don't allow money to steal the innocence that god has placed in your heart by the spirit don't allow money to steal your mindset towards people to steal how god wants you to view people don't allow money to darken the lenses of god's view of people in your own life or through your own eyes all right leading up to the fourth thing god wants you to know about money dun, dun, dun. this one is going to you know throw <laughs> some people of balance and it is that money is not meant to come by favor alone god did not design human beings to live by manna falling from heaven while god would readily favor you there are times where somebody would just wake up and say ah i've been thinking about just some more let me send money to her well that can happen god did not design me to live that way especially after the fall god still loved man after the fall right but after the fall of man even before the fall of man gone god told adam to tend the garden god gave him work to do so god expects that you work and you reap the fruits of your labor you sow in the farmland and you reap in the farmland you go to work and you give your best and you get a salary at the end of the day you own a business you exchange value you get paid for that now god can cause supernatural favor to find you in your business that people just supernaturally want to relate with you people want to buy from you people just favor you but god did not design your life 
to run solely on his favor god expects you to work hard and money should not just come by the favor of god you should not plan your life without planning <laughs> like you shouldn't you shouldn't just think oh last 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 i go rough i'm last 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 somebody will just think about me and you know send me money or uh i don't know <laughs> it's just funny god did not design things to work that way god wants you to work hard and reap the fruit of your labor okay don't be lazy money is a store of value as i said earlier and you will get money if you give value if you have value to give if you give your employer the value of your time and work well done you will get your money's worth especially if you work in a good place and i pray that you find the best of opportunities because they ask us that's the truth and value works like that too but then money is an exchange of value and learns of her value you get money from offering value that's just the longer and short of it while you're even waiting for that dream job realize that there's dignity in labor so don't don't be that person that oh you're waiting for the job that will pay you in six figures and you keep turning down every other honest opportunity around you let's say you're looking all your friends have jobs that are earning six hundred thousand in nigeria that sounds like a good deal six hundred thousand one million they gave them company car but you the jobs that you're seeing around you they're paying 75 50 but you can work online right so you can work a few days sometimes self it may even be that you work normal schedules like someone that earns so much but then you don't want to take it because you feel it's beneath you let me tell you there's dignity in labor and no one is saying that you should not move on from those opportunities when you find better ones but till those better ones come let your hands find something to do and do it diligently do it diligently god is a rewarder god is a rewarder and the truth is many times the jobs you are vying for that pay six figures seven figures they require skills that many times you do not have and you're not honest enough to admit to yourself that i don't have this skill you want the job of somebody that has worked 10 years in the career space and you have no work experience whatsoever but you want to come out of school and earn a million bucks many people that you know that happen to have built an amount of skill and expertise that you possibly don't have so learn to be honest with yourself learn to be patient with your process you do not have to earn seven figures on your first job you don't have to stay on the same job you get now to the end of your life who says so learn to start humbly learn to start humbly and to start humbly it can be a business it can be something you know that you can do maybe you can make hair you can bab hair start from there it's dignified it is your money you worked for it it's 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 beautiful and god honors that god honors that god wants you to work god wants you to work and the last thing that god wants you to know about money which beautifully seals this episode is whatever you have or do not have god wants you to be content god wants you to be content 
let's look at philippians 4 verse 10 to 14 this scripture is very 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 popular <laughs> and a lot of people quote it and say i can do all things by christ who strengthens me <laughs> and one thing you need to realize especially in bible study is many things that in fact everything that was said in the bible had a context everything that was said in the bible has or had a context so this scripture i can do all things through christ that strengthens me was found or was written to the philippian church in the book of philippians and paul was the author of this letter there was a train of thoughts in this letter he was trying to communicate something to the church at philippi so you don't just take one sentence that he says and just hold on to it you have no idea why he said that you don't know what he was saying before or what he was saying after sure paul said that he can do all things so me too i can do all things what are the all things that paul was talking about was he talking about being able to fight dwayne johnson was he talking about being able to register for a beauty pageant was he what was he talking about was he talking about being able to drive a car no emphatically no (laughs) so let's look at it let's backtrack a bit to verse 10 so paul was thanking the philippian church for their gifts to him and he said i rejoice greatly in the lord that at last you renewed your concern for me indeed you were concerned but you had no opportunity to show it i am not saying this because i am in need for i have learned to be content whatever the circumstances i know what it is to be in need and i know what it is to have plenty i have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation whether well fed or hungry whether living in plenty or in want i can do all this through him who gives me strength verse 14 yet it was good of you to share in my troubles he was thanking philippian church for their material gifts to him and then he said this i'm not saying this because i am lacking or because i have right but i'm glad that you're able to share in my burdens you're able to share in my troubles especially materially with your finances with your resources but paul said i have learned the secret of these things that whether i am well fed or i am hungry i am content whether i have much or i have little i am content that's what kgv says i have learned how to abase and abound that's what kgv means by abasing and abounding so what paul was saying he can do all things means he can be content in plenty and in small he can be content whether he's well fed or he's hungry but he was grateful that the church gave to him that is the meaning of i can do all things so the next time you tell people i can do all things think about it in that context because that's the context which it was used in the bible i'll give you one more scripture before we go luke 12 verse 15 jesus was speaking in luke 12 verse 15 and he said to them watch out be on guard against all kinds of greed life does not consist in an abundance of possessions your life does not consist in the abundance of the things which you have or do not have so learn to be content be 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 proud of what you have there's something one of our chaplains in my secondary school said says be proud of your rubbish i mean all you may have is one black shoe 
you wear this black shoe to church you wear this black shoe to school you wear this black shoe everywhere but it is your black shoe i remember one time when i was doing my internship and then there are this pair of shoes that my cousin got for me a pair of um nude colored heels she bought it for me at that time and if you know me you know i really like to dress up <laughs> And at this time, these were like my favorite pair of shoes because they were really beautiful. I still have them, but I don't wear them anymore because they've tried. (laughs) The shoes are really beautiful. They were more beautiful before. And every time I would go to work then as an intern, I used to dress like a full-time staff because why not <laughs> so <laughs> i would you know dress up i would wear maybe flats or a sandal to work and when it's time for board meetings and all of that because i could join them i would wear my pair of heels and it was almost like everybody could recognize me just by looking at my shoes they would know that ah, she would most likely be wearing this nude pair of heels and then one day i was going to work and my cousin was like she saw this you and this shoe. I know I bought it for you, but uh uh-uh. uh. And in my head, I'm like, fam, <laughs> if you if you're so pained about me wearing the shoes that I have, buy me another one, right? Because I would not push myself to live above my means because you know people are watching or people would would say this or say that. Learn to be proud of what you have, and if you don't learn it now or at a phase where you don't have all you need when you eventually have all you actually need you will never be satisfied you'd always want what your neighbor has you buy a new phone but your neighbor has bought the latest phone you too you want the latest phone is your phone bad no you just want it because your neighbor has it and they were hyping your neighbor at work or they were hyping your colleague at work that hey you have bought it you too if you want people to say uh uh-uh, you never so you have bought your own <laughs> don't don't be that kind of person that's not the kind of life god wants you to live that's such a fickle shallow-minded life be content with such things as you have be content be content don't be that person that always borrows from people because you don't want people to know that you have only this set of things is there anything expressly wrong in sharing your stuff with your friends no but if you cannot, you know, lift your head and walk the streets or walk anywhere you are because of what you have, that is a terrible thing. Listen to me. It is terrible. If you have to do shady things just to provide for yourself, it is terrible. I mean, somebody was asking me a trip question one day. <laughs> you know, all these Nollywood things that oh the the girl was trying to you know support her man in the time where he did not have money she now got a job her manager now said aya come sleep with me i will give you one million naira or one million dollars and i'll give your boyfriend or your husband a job and she now starts to contemplate contemplate there is no contemplation your body is the temple of the holy ghost do you know what it means that because of money you exchanged your body the temple of the holy ghost it can't add up (laughs) 
don't don't even that's the thing as you're saying this you're like ah it's because you have not been in that situation before god forbid that i'll be in that situation but even if i'm in that situation god forbid that i will exchange my body for money my body is the temple of the holy ghost and so is your body and if you have ever been in that situation before trust me god forgives you god loves you god does not look down on you but at the same time god expects more from you god does not want you to exchange the body he bought with a price for material possessions it is a bad thing there are some things that you should never even contemplate there are some things that should never cross your mind there's some things that should never ever 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 cross your mind ever ever right they are non-negotiables you should never consider something something should never be an option and that brings me to the close of this episode today remember everything i've shared and the five things i've shared with you that god wants you to know about money ingrain them believe them trust god to provide for you and grow in his grace grow in the grace that god wants you to grow in money learn to be generous as god is generous learn to see god as your provider not your job not your parents not your loved ones learn to see yourself and your resources how god sees them it's been an awesome time having this episode i apologize if there are any funny background noises <laughs> well we recorded this well i recorded this rep this episode <laughs> it's such a privilege to be a host here at the light room look out for my newsletter this week it's going to really meet your needs i promise have a great 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 day ahead i wish you a prosperous week ahead i pray that the favor of the lord finds you and keeps you in his peace all right i was say praise god <laughs> praise god all right see you next week bye